This is The VO Life, positive conversations about living the voiceover life. Inside into the business and day-to-day grind of being a regular Joe VO. From the humble beginnings to the finally hitting a new level to getting that first big client. It's all about that VO life. Here's your host, Troy Holden. Hey, 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 and welcome back to the VO Life. I'm your host, Troy Holden, your blue-collar voice of choice down here around Nashville, Tennessee, and it's good to have you with us. I'm glad you're joining us. We have some wonderful interviews coming up, but not today. Today, we're going to talk about heat, hot, in the booth hot. You guys know what I'm talking about. If you're living that VO life, you're sitting in a hot, sultry booth, especially if you live somewhere where anything similar to where I'm at. Here in Middle Tennessee, I'm actually Middle Upper Tennessee, close to the Kentucky border, but pretty well right in the middle, Um, it gets really hot and humid. And we've already had our first dose of sweltering heat. This past week, it's been 90 degrees or so. The humidity's up. It's hot. And my booth uh, is built on the back of a garage or in, in the rear of a garage, and the, the whoever owned the house before, they took about seven feet off the back of the garage and they put a wall across there and made that part of the house. So they put a nice storage room that was about, I don't know, 16 feet long, seven by 16. And we've always let our cats go down there. That's been kind of their place. And we kept some storage down there. Some, you know, you got to keep paint in the house or it ruins. So there were some paint cans and a couple of boxes of things, not a lot. So that became, it ended up becoming my booth at the very end. I took four feet of it and built a vocal booth. And uh, there's there's air, uh, AC down here close. There's a vent about, I don't know, 16, 18 feet away. And it keeps this whole area, it keeps it cool enough, I guess. But when I shut the door to this booth, because I can't leave it open because we have cats, and they'll come in here and eat the foam. You know, everybody knows what cats do. They tear stuff up. And, uh, or, or they, they're curious. They play with it. Or if you have an aggressive male, they'll pee on it because they don't know what that is. And they'll just, well, I'll just pee on that. Uh, we don't have that problem all the time. Don't get me wrong. But I, I'm just saying it's a pattern. So the door stays shut. It has an exhaust fan. Helps a little bit. Uh, really just good for air circulation, but doesn't really help you know, with the cooling, unless the door is open. So I, I started investigating, how am I going to cool this booth? My first call was to the heat and air guy that does my work, and he was talking to me about, well, you can put a diffuser up on the top, and you can put some little holes in the ceiling, and you can let it come down through that diffuser, but eh, it still may have a little noise to it. I was like, nah, I need something I can control easily and quickly, you know, with a remote. So he recommended a mini split system, and I started looking at them. And you can get one on Amazon for a pretty reasonable price, $600, $700 for the smaller ones. I don't know the brands that well. They're not Mitsubishis. It's something else. But the reviews on them are pretty darn good, So and they are very quiet. Now, I'm not saying you could probably run it while you're recording, but if you have a remote in your hand and when you're done, you can hit the button and turn it on manually every time you're done recording, I would say it will keep you at a reasonable temperature. So let me give an example. Outside here today, uh, we've had some storms come through yesterday and today, mainly today. 
and it is really dropping the temperature. It was 73 uh, when I came in here outside. It is 73 in the house everywhere else, but it's 78 in the booth. So 78's not uncomfortable, but when it hits 80 in here, it, it's stuffy. 78's pushing it. 74 is okay. I'm a 72 person, 70, 72. So, uh, as I said, investigating. Uh, I have a fan in here. I can let a fan blow on me between takes. That helps. I can open the door. I can record with the door, you know, halfway open, and it doesn't pick up any noise. Actually, I'm doing that now. Um, and that helps let the air come in. But sometimes when I'm doing something, you know, an audition or whatever, I'm going to shut that door because I want to block everything I can. And when I do those auctions on Fridays and I'm in here for an hour and a half, oh, yeah, it gets hot. But I do leave the door open for that uh, most of the time. So I, I started investigating, as I said, mini splits were the first thing I looked at. And I thought, you know, six, $800, I probably have to pay somebody to put it in. It's, I got to have a, a 110 outlet outside. I'll have to, you know, run it through the wall. I said, that's ah, a lot. Then I started looking at, you know, I didn't want to do the AC feeding into the diffuser box. It was too complicated. It, it sounded like it was going to cost a lot, of, probably more than buying a mini split. Um, there are cooling fans you can buy, but then you got to deal with water and possible mist. I don't want that in here. You don't, you don't want that in your booth. So I kept reverting back to, if you remember like in, in hotels and all, and a lot of people have these in their bonus rooms, they have those in-wall units that heat and cool, and um, you know you cut up a, a, a thing and you put a box or an, or a, I don't know what you'd call that, but the aluminum shell around the edge, and then you slide this unit in, and most of it's outside, and then you got just a little bit on the inside, and they do a good job heating and cooling, but they are a lot noisier uh, than those split units. So I started investigating because I had, I've seen portable ACs forever, but I thought they all had a drain bucket on them or had to expel a lot of water. And I didn't want to deal with emptying a drain bucket, and I wanted something I could set a thermostat on it and not have to worry about it when I'm not home. I want that room to maintain a temperature while I'm gone. So I'm going to be the guinea pig and uh, I've got one ordered, and I'm hoping it'll be here next week, using a portable AC, and I'll disclose the brand and everything once I get it in here and it, and it works. I don't want somebody to run out and order it and then have a negative experience with it to, until I get it in, in until I get it here and test it, get it in. That was a, that, that word sounded like foul language. Until I get it here and I test it, uh, then I'll release to everybody what it was, the brand and everything. And I may have already posted on uh, on our Facebook page maybe what it was because I, I did a snapshot of it, but I think that's the one I went with if I remember. And, and I'm going to experiment with putting it on about 74 degrees and leaving it on when I'm not here with the door closed. And then when I'm recording, switching it to manual, turn it off, record, and just watch my thermometer. And if it comes up to, you know, 76, turn it back on, let it run while I'm editing. I, I don't do, I, I'm, I'm pretty set in my routines. I put an edit desk outside my booth 
saying I'll record, I'll go out there and edit when I'm done recording everything, and I just can't do it. I can't discipline myself yet to do that. If I have, um, you know, well, auditions you can't because you want to you want to do your audition. It's only 15 to 30 seconds. You want to edit it, get it where it needs to be, send it off, and be done. You don't want to pile a bunch of those up and then have to go back and tie them back to the job. You do them as you pull the jobs up and pull the scripts up and you send them. So that's not going to change. So I want it as comfortable as possible in here. And this room is big enough that it's not claustrophobic to me. Um, uh, I know I was, somebody had a thing up on a booth the other day. It was a four by four, and I couldn't do that. Uh, I wish I had made this one um, uh, about another foot wider, but I'm okay with it. I mean, it's actually big enough and comfortable. Um, but the thing is, it's hot, <laughs> and and I'm in the South, and it's going to get worse in July and August, you know, late June, all of July, all of August, and usually early September. Uh, it's nothing for us to, to run consistent days in the high 90s and the humidity to be off the hook as well. So I don't want to come in here every day burning up and miserable. I want it to be comfortable. And uh, so I'm going to get this thing in and try it. I do believe from what I read about it, this one, it does require a, a uh, exhaust vent which is very similar to what you see on a dryer, you know, a washer dryer. So just, uh, I don't know if that's four inch hose or whatever it is. It says you can vent it um, to the outside or whatever. I think I'll do that. I think I'll just buy one of those dryer vent hose um, little kits that, that feeds through the wall. It's got the duct already on it and I'll just attach it in here. And then in the summer, I can just stuff some paper in it to not let the cold air in and not worry about it and just put a clamp on it where I can take it on and off. Um, and, and I do have a portable heater I put in here during the winter because the same effect happens. This room gets uh, pretty chilly. It's on the corner of the house and um, I'm, I'm not sure how much insulation they put in this garage. Probably not a lot. So um, I know it's insulated well over the ceiling because I put in a second ceiling. So I'm not worried about it. It's not losing that. But I think being on the corner of the house, and it's on the north corner, the north and the uh, west corner. So it's facing the north in one direction, the west in the other, and it gets cold. Um, it just does, just like it gets hot. So I'm going to give this a go and see how it does and let everybody know. But I'm, you know, I'm curious what everybody else does. I see, um, I see a lot of posts about people saying it's hot in their booth and they do this and they do that and they turn a fan on in between and they just have to come out sometime because they're sweating. And, and uh, I have seen people talk about recording with the door cracked open and it circulates better. I have not seen anybody that I know of running some type of system that it would come on and off and it not pick up in, in recording. I don't know that you could force air into a, a small room like that and it not cause an issue. Um, you know, and I thought, well, what are they, you know, I, I'm very close to Nashville. What do they do in the recording studios in Nashville? So I made a call to a, an, an AC guy down there that does that type work. And he said the mini splits have become incredibly, incredibly popular. But he you know, kind of said the same thing. Usually they have a voice booth that's usually like a 2x2 two two or a 3x5 or whatever. And 
they do not pipe the air into there, but they leave the door open all the time where it's cool when you go in, you do what you're doing, you come back out. Um, but he said in the studios themselves now, they're using a ton of those split units. And uh, I get that. They're more popular overseas. They've been popular over there for years. I can remember going to Japan in 2000 and they had these things. And they do cool quickly and they are extremely quiet. So uh, that could be if I ever built a full studio uh, in this room. If I said, hey, honey, I'm going to take this whole room now and you got to find your cats a new home. Um, and I tried to uh, make the whole area sound friendly, uh, you know, uh, to make that work. Well, it'd be a different story. I would definitely put a split unit in then uh, because I'd be in a lot bigger area to record. And, uh, it, you know, I could turn it on and off the same way, but it would be more energy efficient and keep the room cooler. But, you know, there's no big... Uh, I don't know, no big revelations with talking about this other than I'm going to try it and I'll definitely share with everybody how it works. And I'll let you guys know, is this thing, is it, how quiet is it? And I may, I may even have it here, uh, you know, that day uh, after it comes in and I'll do some recording with it on, with it off, you know, and, and we'll just see how noisy it really is and you'll be able to hear it. I'm sure it'll be too noisy to run when I'm recording. But anyway, hey, I hope everybody has a great Memorial Day weekend and you enjoy your time off. Hopefully your inbox will slow down enough that you can enjoy family time, relax, unwind. And I know I'm going to do my best. I hope to visit LBL first of the week and do a little horseback riding, trail riding. Our horses aren't going to be prepared for it and we aren't either, but we're going to go because it's just... Uh, this is the first real post-COVID holiday weekend I can remember that I feel like we got the freedoms to go back to close enough to normal that it's going to feel pretty normal. Um, and I hope everybody else enjoys it as much as I plan to. And I do plan to. All right, have a great Memorial Day weekend. And we'll see you again soon right here on The VO Life. You've been listening to The VO Life with Troy Holden. Check back for more episodes each week and catch up on what you've missed also. This is for you, those just living that VO life. Thanks for listening and join us again. The VO Life intro is by Louise Porter. The outro by Liz Moya. You can pick us up on Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple, and many other podcast carriers. Need to send me an email? Do it today. Troy at TroyHoldenVoices.com. Thanks for listening.